You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, episode 59. Would you rather go viral once for 15 minutes, or would you rather have every post have broader reach and actually hit your target market? Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello, Star Coach listeners. It's that time of the week again when we get to get a view into the mind of an expert who can help us with our coaching businesses. And this week, that mind is focused on how to help us communicate through social media in a way that our message resonates with our clients and that we build a brand worthy of going viral and create the kind of community relationships that we want. So I'm Meg Rentschler. I'm your host. I want to welcome you to the show. My guest today is Mel DiPoli, and she was so much fun to spend time with. And this is not just one of those shows about social media and do X, Y, and Z. She shares a concept that maybe at first you're thinking, my avatar, why do I need to get clear about an avatar? And I would ask you, do you ever have trouble writing social media posts or trying to create the kind of content that really sings to your audience. That's the kind of thing that Mel is going to talk about today. And she's going to give some very specific strategies and tools for you to implement so that your messages are ringing dead true to your clients, that when your clients hear what you put out there and the message that you create truly resonates with the kinds of clients that you want to work with. Mel is an expert in branding, and she is a powerful sought-after speaker. She's an author of three books on culture-driven brands, and just a lot of fun to spend time with. So let's let you enjoy my interview with Mel DiPoli. Mel, I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for joining Star Coaches today. Thank you for having me. This is really exciting. It is so exciting to meet you. I have to say that one of the things I've most enjoyed about doing the show is meeting fabulous people from all over the world. And where are you joining us from today? I am in Seattle. Wonderful, beautiful place. My mom was just in Seattle just prior to coming to visit me in Texas. So uh, my 82-year-old mother is doing far more travel than I've done, I think, in my lifetime. Since my dad (laughs) passed away, she's been visiting family across the world. And we, we got her for a week last week. And that was wonderful. And I am excited to share your expertise with the audience today. You are an online marketing genius. Tell us a little bit about what you do, what your company is all about. Sure. I explain it as I build brands worthy of going viral. How neat is that? 
Yes. It's very easy for people to get caught up in the excitement of going viral. But what a lot of business owners don't realize is there's a method to the madness. And would you rather go viral once for 15 minutes or would you rather have every post have broader reach and actually hit your target market? And if we do that, one of the things that we want to do is to create our customer avatar. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So when we create our customer avatar, what, what's that all about? So in the early days of the internet, it was easy to go big, go bad, go bold and target everyone. But the more technical and the broader reach that social media has given us, it's actually better to niche down who you're going after and why you're going after them. And all of the social media platforms have search features that allow you to get hyper-specific about who you are actually looking for. If you are in the Seattle area then and you only work in the Seattle area, does it really matter if someone in New York sees your posts? So for those of us who want to, let's say, only do face-to-face coaching and stick with whatever region we're in, we want to create a customer avatar that focuses in on that. So we're really reaching our customers in Michigan or in Iowa or in the Dallas-Fort Worth area like I am. And that's one of the things that we might do when we create a customer avatar. How do we go about getting clarity around this customer avatar? Take your top three clients, your clients that if you could, you would clone them. And when you clone them, you're going to take these three new clients and you're going to merge them into one person. And you're going to create this avatar or this persona or this imaginary person that allows you to take the best of the best and say, this is who I want to focus on. And once you create that, give that, give that avatar a name, give that character a name, and even go on to Fiverr, spend five bucks and have an animation made of what this person looks like. This way, when whenever you write a social media post, you craft a newsletter, you craft a, a marketing message, you can address it to your avatar. You can name them whatever you want. And it helps you keep the message personalized. And it also helps you stay focused on who you're going after. So what kinds of characteristics do we pay attention to in our avatar? If we're building out our avatar, how specific are we getting? That is a fabulous question. The more specific you can get for help and clarity in your own mind, the better the results you're going to get. And when you're going through the process, it's actually really frustrating because you're like, well, not everybody is going to have this exact same job title. Right. Not everyone is going to live in this exact town. And you're right. They're not. But it helps you stay focused and see this avatar as an actual person. So you want to get as specific as job title and age range. I mean, do you want to get as specific as an age? How do we look at that? You want to get as specific as age, their gender, their relationship status. What do they like to do outside of work? Do they belong to certain clubs? Do they have certain hobbies? What you're going to start to notice is there's commonalities among your favorite clients. And whether that is they all like to go to wineries and try different wines, or they all went to the same university, there's going to be commonalities that help you get focused. 
So that's just from the personal perspective. You can then also go through and look at it from the company perspective that they work at. So their job role and look at the sales process that you go through. Who influences them? And who makes the decision? There's always going to be influencers who have no buying power whatsoever, but their voice in the person's ear is enough to make it a go, no go. Tell us more about the influencers. What what you mean when you're talking about influencers? So let's say that John is the person you're targeting. But what you don't realize is behind the scenes, John has a team of three people. And that team of three people actually influences what decision John will make. So you actually want to target the three people behind John as well to know and make sure that they are receiving the messages they need to receive. And how would one even become aware of of the influencers? And this is where you picked your top three clients first. Have conversations with them. Ask specific questions. What were you going through before you chose to hire me? Tell me about the feelings and the struggles that you were experiencing and walk through the journey in their eyes. Ask them, who do you go to for advice? Who helped you make the decision? And that's why you're building it off of these three best clients because you want to clone them. You want more of them. They're your best clients for a reason. I'm assuming you like to work with them. You know, I I prefer to work with clients I enjoy working with and hanging out with. So if I can clone my top three, I will clone my top three any day of the week. So you take your top three and go through this process of getting clarity about their characteristics, their personal and their business characteristics, Yes, who their influencers might be. Ask, and if they're your favorite clients, you likely have a good enough relationship with them to ask the kinds of questions Mel's talking about. And what was it, you know, what was that hiring process like for you? What made you choose me as a coach or what made you even choose to get coaching and explain? Exploring some of that. Now, when you work with clients, Mel, and you're trying to help them get clarity around this, let's talk about just like basic logistic things. I mean, do you recommend that they do a spreadsheet of just kind of putting together certain questions? I mean, I'm I'm getting, I know I'm getting nuts and bolts here, but how would somebody kind of go? Is there a good process to go through to kind of get this clarity? So I actually have a white paper that walks people through this exact process and asks the question that you need to ask because it's not just them personally, it's not just their job, but it's also where do they go and what do they read? How do they learn? How do they get influence? What you're going to notice is the people that are attracted to you and you're attracted to them, and I mean this in a business sense, of course, um, <laughs> you know, they're going to they're gonna read this, in, they're going to generally read the same type of resources and it's going to give you a common language to engage with. Excellent. So once you have gained clarity about mm-hmm. your avatar, and and by the way, how might people get a hold of the white paper if it's available? Yes, it is at omicle.com, O-M-I-C-L-E.com. And I will give you the exact link, but I believe the forward slash, it, it's forward slash and then brilliant insights. I'm in the process of redoing my website. So if you don't mind sending me the link, I will put the link on the resource page and then StarCoach listeners can go right to the resource page on StarCoach and get right to Mel. Perfect. 
That would be fabulous. Okay, so we've gone through the process and and we've gained clarity. And now what do we do with that information? Now we've we've sort of created this customer avatar. Maybe we've even gone to Fiverr and, and gotten a picture of it and it's prominent so that we are crafting our messages for this avatar. Exactly. How do we do that? You made an awesome point earlier as far as you do actually want to either have this in Excel or in Word because you're going to be able to take this exact information, go over to LinkedIn, go over to Twitter, go over to Facebook and enter this exact information in and find those specific people that you're looking for. Would you rather have 100 people who are willing and interested in doing business with you connected to you? Or would you rather have 10,000 who have no interest in, in doing business with you ever? So when you say enter it in, what's that process? Let's start with LinkedIn. We're on a business show. So let's start with LinkedIn. If you go to LinkedIn's advanced search, there are different filters that you can add to your search criteria of who you're looking for on the platform. And if you're a premium member, you get even more filters that allow you to customize this, these search results even more. And you can take all of the information from your customer avatar and plug it in to LinkedIn search. And then LinkedIn will do all the work for you and say, here you go. Here's the the people people that need to hear your message. Yes. Wow. And that is who you intentionally reach out to. These are the people that you intentionally comment on their posts. These are the people that you are intentional about building a relationship with because they're the people who are most likely to do business with you. And you make a good point. On social media, one way to, it's not always pushing information to them. It's also building that relationship by reading what they have put on there and commenting and liking and sharing and being a part of the discussion. Exactly. So a tip that I offer my clients related to this is I guarantee you that you will build more relationships and build your business faster by commenting and engaging with other people's posts than by only pushing your own content. I have landed more clients just from commenting on other people's posts than I have from just pushing my own content out there. Well, and I would encourage the audience to think about how it impacts you when you get a like or a share or a comment and how validating it feels to have somebody acknowledge what you've put out there. Well, your your customers and your clients are, are coming from that same place. I mean, they want to know what you think about the content they're putting out there. Exactly. And also think about it from this perspective commenting shows that you can think for yourself and that you're not what I call a me too brand. If you're a me too brand, why should I hire you over your competition? If you think for yourself, you'll have a comment that go that follows this formula. First part, you agree with something that the original poster has said. Acknowledge them in some way, shape, or form. So let's use a leadership top 10 article for sake of conversation. Let's say tip four you love. You live your life by it. Your kids even know this tip. And they're so tired of you hear, of hearing you say it. You love tip four. So you, the first part of your comment is, I love tip four. My kids even know this about me. And they walk around the house and they pick on me for it constantly. So we've agreed with and we've acknowledged the original poster at this time. 
The second step is we respectfully disagree. Show that you can think for yourself. Tip seven, you can't stand. Every time you try this tip, it feels like your world is falling apart. You hate this tip. You don't understand this tip. So a comment that you can say here, which is the second part of your comment, is for me, tip seven I has not been successful. I find that it makes a bigger mess out of life. Then the third part of your comment is you have two options. You can either, in addition to, so add something, you would add a tip 11, or you can ask a question because everything you do on social media is intended to either start a new conversation or to continue an existing conversation. And right now, as since we're commenting, we want to continue an existing conversation. So asking a question would be, have you heard of anyone else having this experience with tip seven? Or to, in addition, you can say, I would also add tip 11 and then share what your tip 11 is. This tells the reader that A, oh, wow, the person actually read my article, <laughs> the validation and the excitement. And it offers different perspectives, gives the original poster the opportunity to engage with you. It also gives other people who are commenting opportunities to engage with you. And then you become known to to more people and you begin to establish your credibility in that arena. Exactly. And also all of the social platforms have changed their algorithm that the more you engage with others by commenting using this formula the higher up your posts will appear in the newsfeed. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's once again, bringing value. And I'm all about, you know, if we're out there bringing value, we're kind of serving the community in a way by, by bringing our own special brand of value. That we are. Okay. So that's, that's an excellent example of how that would work. And that would also work with Facebook. You kind of take your avatar and input into Facebook or is that not? On Facebook, it's a little different. Facebook, you need to input your data in when you do advertising. Okay. So it's a little different on Facebook and same thing with Twitter. It's a little different just because of how the platforms are set up. But LinkedIn, it's almost a literal translation of what you create of what you can enter in. That's really powerful, Mel. And it also and keeps I, you focused and guided. Right. Because there's lots of shiny objects out there. So the oh. more <laughs> yeah, <whoa. laughs> um, so the more we can focus in on what it who really are we trying to reach out of the millions yes. and millions of people who are accessing these social media platforms. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, you know, not everybody on the planet needs your service. And even if they do, not everyone is a good fit for you. So it's okay to say, no, you're not a good fit for me, but you are a good fit for me. Right. And and in actuality, that's doing a service, not trying to fit every person's need. You need to work with the people that really sing to you and you sing to them. That's what takes your services to the next level. That's what makes your clients huge fans and ultimately makes you want to get up and and face the day. Very much so. And it also makes you stand out because the more you can get crystal clear on who your market is and the value you provide, 
the, the more confident and the more competent you come across to other people. So what would you say to somebody who might be listening to the show and say, well, I just, I'm not certain that, that it's important to use social media or that, that I, I'm not selling a product or an online product. So am I supposed to use social media? I love that question. And I wish I had a dollar for every time I heard it. I could just sit on my couch and, and do nothing all day long. So here's my response to that. When you hear of somebody's name that you don't know, what do you do first? I Google them. Guess what? They're Googling you. (laughs) And they are looking at your LinkedIn profile. They're seeing if they can find you on Facebook. And it's even a standard HR practice now. If you cannot be found online, it is perceived that you do not exist. Let me say that again. If you cannot be found online, it is perceived that you do not exist and you are ignored. So if you want to land your next best client and you can't be found. And if you're going to be found, be found for the value that you bring. Exactly. Be a part of those discussions. Put your stuff out there in such a way that it attracts people, but also be engaged so that your philosophy and, and sort of the way that you, I don't know, your core values, that they're out there, that people can say, is make a good fit for me or not a good fit for me? And some people might say, but I don't want people to think that they're not a good fit for me before they even talk with me. But actually, yes, you do, because they weed themselves out. Would you rather have a client that you're constantly fighting with and you're not able to get any results with, and you just end up feeling drained when you know you work with them? Or would you rather have clients that you work with that energize you and lift you up and, and make you feel like you can accomplish the world? I'm fine with the clients, with the people that are going to drain me going somewhere else. I'm even happy to refer them to somebody else because I want to be lifted up and valued just as much as they do. And that's ultimately how you get the results that bring you more clients that kind of fit in that avatar. It's, it's one of those ripple effects that kind of occurs. It really is. Excellent. So I am sold on the importance (laughs) of creating your customer avatar to be able to create clarity and credibility and a message across social media. Anything that you wish I had asked you that I hadn't asked you to, to bring additional clarity? Let's see. Along with building your avatar, it's also really important that you hone in on your message and hone in on the value that you provide. So for example, I have a client that it's a new client and he came to me saying that he was in the leadership space and he's a, you know, the stereotypical leadership expert. Fabulous. But we started doing some research on leadership and services and how it was described, the services that were offered and value that was provided. And what we ended up finding out is leadership is this catch-all phrase that actually doesn't mean anything. Interesting. It also is this interesting, I'm going to call it a phenomenon, where generally leadership experts tend to say that they work with senior leaders. But the perception is if a senior leader is already a senior leader, they already have leadership skills, so they don't need you. So it's counterproductive to say that that's who you're working with. Exactly. So this is where building the customer avatar and honing your message becomes really, really valuable. When you know who you're targeting 
and you can put it in their words, you can put their pain points and their challenges in their words, then subconsciously, we instantly form this connection. And I have to work with Meg because she knows my exact problem. So when they read what I put out there or hear me talk, they say, oh my gosh, she understands exactly what I need. And not only does she understand, but because she understands exactly what I need, she can solve my problem. So building your customer avatar is about getting out of your head and into your prospects or your best, your next best client's head. What a great soundbite. <laughs> It's not about us. It's it's about our clients. So getting out of our heads and into their heads is exactly what we need to be doing to further our businesses and uh, be able to reach the clients who, who need us, who want to work with us. We have a tendency to get caught up in being the expert and knowing what they actually need, but it's not about what we say they need. It's about what they say they need. So how would we gain clarity about that? That's exactly where I was saying you go back to your three best clients because you're going to have the best relationship with them and sit down and have the, have this conversation. Ask them the tough questions. Start by filling out, uh, you know, writing down all of the information as far as who they are as a person, where they work, what type of job they do, who influences them at work, who influences them at home, what are their hobbies, And then focus in on the sales process information. Talk about their challenges and their pain points and any objections that you're going to face. Fill out as much of it as you can and then go back to them and ask for clarity. And don't do it in a way of, I think this. Say, Tom, I'm really trying to, you know, you are one of my favorite clients and I'd love to clone you. Can you help me clone you? Help me understand where you were prior to you hiring me and what we've done since. Tom's going to be pretty pumped up and pretty excited because you just said he is your best client. He's going to be willing to share that information with you. But also be prepared that in this process, you may hear areas of improvement for you. And that is okay as well. The more you know, the more you can put your message in their words. That was a great way to bring things back around full circle. We sort of are wrapping up at the place that we began and definitely with more clarity. It was great information at the beginning and that much more valuable after we walked that path together. So Mel, thank you for sharing your expertise with us. And I will put information on how to reach Mel on our resource page. But thank you for helping us understand the importance of creating our customer avatar so that we can get ourselves out there and and hopefully be there for those ideal clients. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. If Mel's message resonated with you the way it resonated with me, you're going to want to definitely access the resources that she's providing for us, including that white paper that she talked about. And she has a Facebook community that you can join called Brilliant Branding. That information is on my resource page along with Mel's website and how you might be able to get in touch with her on the star 
Coach Show website. You can also access our ongoing book giveaway, information about our Star Coach membership community. Our first training has occurred. We get monthly training. We have book reviews that we do as a community, as well as some awesome video content. So if you're interested in the Star Coach membership community, be sure to check that out at starcoachshow.com. Now, next week, we have a another really dynamic guest. Many times we as coaches also do training and facilitation and we want to bring the very best forward when we do that. Our guest next week is Sherry Yellen. Sherry is an expert in giving trainings the way that the brain learns. She is dynamic, she is energetic, and she is passionate about what she does. So I strongly recommend that you tune in next week to hear my interview with Sherry Yellen on brain-based learning, which might sound boring, but it is anything but. This is Meg Rentschler thanking you for joining the show this week and wishing you the very best for your coaching success.